I'm here today with Rebecca Devine. Now, Rebecca is a dance teacher extraordinaire who has worked in primary schools for a very long time and is now also working in some secondary schools as a dance teacher. Um, and she brings to us a wealth of experience in dance in the classroom, which is fantastic. And we are so lucky to have her here today. Hi, Rebecca, and welcome. Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for the invitation. Well, that's a pleasure. And I know you've been in the classroom all day today, so you're absolutely exhausted, but I'm <laughs> going to make you push through all that pain and answer some fantastic questions. And let's have a great conversation about dance in the classroom so we can really help our teachers across the state out that's there. So thanks. No pressure, Rebecca. I know you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> So, Rebecca, let's just find out a little bit about you before we talk about the generic dance education question here. But um, just tell us a little bit about your primary education journey. How did it start? What did it look like? A little bit about that. Okay, well, um, I was first invited into a primary school as a specialist dance teacher and then um, fell in love with primary school teaching. So I migrated into the K-2 classroom and then um, eventually became permanent. So um, was um, able to um, teach K-6 and it's been a wonderful journey. Thanks, Rebecca. That's exciting. And how did, well, I, I guess you, you're telling us a lot about you as a, an educator and that's cool, but how did dance fit into the picture with you? Okay, so um, the school that I started teaching at was very strong in the creative arts. We had myself, a specialist dance teacher, and we had a music specialist teacher and a visual arts teacher. So weekly, each class would receive one dance lesson. We also had four ensembles, which was about 100 students, and they performed at regional and state levels, such as dance festivals and state dance festivals and school spectacular. So we had a very strong dance culture in our school and it wasn't necessarily that the students were trained outside or attending dance That's lessons interesting. outside. We actually only had a few out of, of the 100 students that attended. We had a strong we had boys ensemble and right. um, we, um, the, the class, the general class dance lessons, they loved it. They just um, lived for it each week and they got to um, compose movement and perform within their classes, but also for the whole school at assemblies and annual events. So it was just a really creative buzz in this high school, in this primary school. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's really interesting what you just said then about no dance outside the classroom, because I get people saying to me all the time, oh, my school is really strong in dance, but it's all things that they're the students are doing outside the classroom. So that's inspiring to hear your story that it was inside the classroom. Yeah, and that's what I believe the dance curriculum is all about. It caters for the general the general student. It's not for highly trained dancers at all. They actually get more creativity, I feel, out of our lessons that we teach um, in primary schools because um, they're not stuck in a box of technique and they get to really explore their creativity. Wow, you are giving me some nice prompts for our next little conversations. It's exciting, Rebecca. So tell us why dance means so much to you. So dance, um, I believe, is just vital um, in education, like I believe arts are. 
Um, it promotes the 21st century learning skills to think both creatively and critically. Um, there's so much problem solving that's required in these tasks, especially working in groups. Um, we set composition group tasks and it's really stressful for the kids to work as a team and to get through their, their task and they work collaboratively and it's just a really um, great interactive subject for them. It's, um, it's vital for, I believe it's really vital for the, the growth of the individual student to express themselves. It improves their self-confidence and um, develops their performance skills. And I also think just like any other creative arts in education, it engages the students to enhance their learning in all key learning areas. So I found that they would come to their dance classes and really burn their energy and just really recharge their, their minds and then they'd go back into the classroom more focused and able to um, achieve their learning goals in the classroom because of the um, opportunities that they're receiving from the creative arts, especially dance. Interesting. Interesting. I'm just going to pull out a couple of little things you said there. So one word you just used was stressful, working in collaboration. What did you mean by that? Because you've got sometimes groups of maybe five or six students and they've got to solve the problems together. They're giving movement composition tasks and then there's, they're excited and it's all got to be um, equal. They've all got to have a voice and they've got sometimes you can do some really challenging quick tasks. They give them a minute um, and then the, the, yeah, it explodes the class, the yeah, the learning space explodes with uh, quickly children trying to communicate and solve the problem and then all of a sudden be ready to perform it. So it can get a bit stressful for the kids, but they get through it and then there's a really um, great sense of achievement afterwards that they've uh, been able to work through the teamwork. And I guess once they've done it a few times, the stress level would definitely decline. Yeah. <laughs> You've also hit on a couple of other words there, creativity, expression, and self-confidence. Yep. So important. And what a fantastic way to develop those skills in our students. Mm. Um, all right. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a background to me and my first experiences in dance. I mean, I trained as a full-on ballerina as a child and wasn't until I was sort of 13 and I realised that this career was just not going to happen for me. And I, when I first started teaching, thought that's what dance education in the classroom meant. Now, obviously, I don't think that anymore. Um, and that was very swiftly changed by one of my very first school dance concert experiences. And actually, it was a school very close to you. And maybe, maybe it was your school, I don't know. But what blew me away was that every student in that school was involved in dance, every student. It wasn't just an elitist thing for certain children who'd learnt outside of school, and you've already talked about that. There was no giggling. There was no, you know, there were no frills. There was no sequins. There were no leotards, that's for sure. There was a story. There was expression. There's that word again. Um. I was absolutely engrossed and so moved by those students and their performances. I mean, we're talking this is a K to six situation here. Why is dance so important for our students? 
I believe specifically for dance, it is um, really inclusive for all students. Um, it promotes their physical exercise and their self-expression, as I mentioned, their collaborative teamwork, and really find um, the challenges of the performing, but the um, sense of achievement they get from performing is really important. And um, it's just a really positive subject for them. I find it just, just so positive, especially because it's music as well. And you can do tasks in silence, but there's just a very high energy with the music. And of course, it's really great to select songs that are relevant for the students, but it's also very educational to use a wide range of genres. So um, that's why I think it's really important in education um, to have dance and especially the arts. But when you're talking about the festival you went to, so I was working in the primary school and then I mentioned we had the regional festival and I had the opportunity to join the committee there and become part of the production team. And so that was really wonderful. So we had a lot of primary school and secondary teachers across the Sydney region that um, came together for an annual dance festival event. And um, I just was in that for a very long time and really just valued that event that we provided all the schools uh, to, to uh, and really promoted dance in schools because I had a performance outcome to then go and have all the parents attend and watch. It was great um, promotions for the school. But then um, looking at the dance festivals more specifically, they are an equitable performance platform and um, for all the teachers and the students of public schools, they um, built the capacity of our classroom teachers um, to step out of their comfort zone and to get ensembles together and to come and perform. But then we had classroom teachers who have had, so they were even studying dance as a student and they've now found that, that there's a need for dance in their schools. So they were able to start up dance ensembles. And then we even had normal classroom teachers who actually didn't have anything to do with dance, but they were the organisers to bring in the external um, dance tutors to get these performances together. And we had, um, it fostered the accessibility in the arts for a range of students. So we also could offer performance outcomes for students with special needs um, from Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander backgrounds and also refugee students. So um, these public school dance festivals are fabulous. They're really wonderful. Um, so I think a lot of teachers out there, however, will still think that dance education is all about leotards and interpretive dance and tap shoes or something else like that, something that has to be done by an external provider or a specialist teacher or is only done in a festival. I want to blow that myth out of the water. I, I don't agree with that. I think we need to see dance in the classroom. Is it possible for a teacher who has limited experience in the arts full stop, limited experience, limited knowledge and limited confidence in dance, can they do it? And if so, how can they do it? Come on, blow that myth out, the, out of the water for me. Go. <laughs> yeah, so absolutely, 100% they can. Um, so dance in education, it's not a stead for dancing. So we're all about dance having a meaning and teaching the students to tell the story through movement. So um, it is possible for the general classroom teacher with absolutely no training in dance to offer dance lessons. 
and I believe that everyone can dance. That's as a dance teacher, I believe everyone can dance. So then I therefore believe everyone can teach dance. And because it is so inclusive um, that everyone can enjoy the benefits. And um, I have encouraged teachers in the past to realize that they can offer dance within their classroom um, just to take on the challenge of integrating dance into their programs. And um, it can be as simple as class rewards, starting off just as saying, okay, if we get this work done today on the interactive whiteboard, we'll put on a Just Dance video and we can all just copy that movement. And um, then from that very simple integration of dance into your classroom, you can then move towards providing more dance lessons like movement composition tasks in the school hall. You can even do dance in the playground. You know, you leave your socks and shoes on. Um, but you can do dance anywhere and you can do it within, within safely within the classroom as well. And I have mentored classroom teachers to collaborate with their students in choreographing performance items. So back to the dance festival, um, we I was doing professional learning for teachers where I went in and with their actual class, not a dance ensemble, their class, we went through uh, the very simple um, steps of creating a dance by by collaborating together with the ideas the students explored we structured the movement into the choreography and um, there's such a rich resource of their creative minds that um, it can form the foundation of the movement vocabulary that you need for a performance so it's all it's very about working with the students as well not just saying okay i have to be the dance teacher at the front and everyone has to follow me it's not about that at all Fantastic. Thank you. I absolutely agree. I think so many teachers get caught up in, I've got to demonstrate what this is going to be like, and that's where their fear comes in. And they think I'm not going to do that. It's absolutely not about that. And I think that's one thing that um, I learned very early on too, is the role of storytelling in all of this. Yeah. Um, so speaking of that and just sort of ways into all of this, um, what are some examples that you've used with classroom k-6 teachers to build their capacity in in dance you know some some of the lesson ideas that you perhaps could give to people who are listening to this thinking okay i wouldn't mind giving this a go okay yeah so when working with classroom teachers to introduce their dance to, to introduce teaching dance um i structured their lessons to start off with a warm-up now this can be as general as walking around the room in various <laughs> pathways and then you can build it up, skipping, running, darting and dodging. So it, you don't even, again, have to stand there and teach a dance warm up. The kids are warming up because you have directed them. Movement direction, this is what it's all about. Then you get into composition tasks where the students can work independently or in groups to create movement in response to a given stimulus. Again, you're standing there, you're pressing play, you're pressing pause, you're giving them the ideas and you're letting them move. And then each lesson concludes with a performance and appreciation session. So the students sit down, each group performs um, for each other. You know, everyone has to clap, that's the rules. And then um, we discuss, uh, did they achieve our task? Um, and um, what did you appreciate about your, um, your, your friend's performances? So uh, we're very lucky um, in the department to have such amazing resources um, at their fingertips, um, some dance teaching and learning online resources. So, which I have accessed all the time, teaching dance myself as a specialist dance teacher, 
I've needed these resources myself. So we've had amazing previous modules that we um, can access, but then with the new selection from Move Ease, um, this has taken it to a whole new level. Um, so um, I've always directed the teachers. Just even recently, I was contacted by someone who's new to um, primary teaching dance and I've said go to these resources as a starting point and they're going to just send you in the right direction. There's so much variety to work with. So with the Move Ease modules, um, we have learning across the curriculum references. So it will allow teachers to integrate other key learning areas for your units of work. So you can actually start these modules and then build from them to make sure all the other care that learning areas are, are filtering into these um, units. So we have five themes um, with differentiated con uh, content from for K to two classes and three to six stages. So these uh, range from just a couple of examples. We have the elements of Gamelin module, which responds to the stimulus of water, fire, earth and air elements. And then another module we have is called Cyber Dance, and that focuses on students designing a dance performance. So they're really brilliant resources for the general classroom teacher to just tap into and uh, to, to it would be such a simple process to start teaching dance in your classrooms. Excellent. I'm really glad that you brought up movies because it's been a, an ongoing project and something we've had work specially commissioned for and we've got teaching and learning videos in there to support any teacher out there who might be feeling a little bit anxious they can just throw those videos on and either work through them with their students or they can practice and study up on it before they go into the classroom if they'd rather do it that way so there's just so many possibilities with that and all those tracks are included as well and fantastic lesson ideas that are all linked to the syllabus so one-stop shop really so that's exciting you brought that up so a lot of people get confused and think okay well look I'm doing dance in PDHPE how is that different to creative arts what's your interpretation on that one um, so the PDHPE syllabus um, content differs to the creative arts syllabus by it mainly just focuses on movement and performing rather than the creative composition and appreciation components. So, um, you know, in primary dance, it's all about the students exploring movement. Um, you, um, yeah, just um, the syllabus expectations is um, for the students to develop knowledge in performing, composing and appreciating dance through the elements of dance. And these are action, which is uh, dynamics, and um, time, space, relationships and structure. So that's what differs from the PDHP, which is really about movement um, and the body. Um, we're like looking at all these other elements of uh, composing dance, um, performing and appreciating in the and dance. And that whole expressive side to tell the story as well. Yeah. 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 Thanks for clearing that up for us. Um, just before we finish up there's a there's one little thing that you touched on earlier that I think people might be interested in which is you mentioned that you had that the boys were really actively involved in one of your schools in in dance how do you how do you get the boys involved yeah well um it's just about games you play a lot of games and um you know they they would still do their dance technique but it was just a lot of fun for them and 
um, I would, you know, well, when I choreograph their their dancers would be obviously less feminine than the we had a senior girls ensemble, then we had a mixed um, junior and a mixed intermediate. And um, yeah, as I mentioned before, a lot of the teamwork, they really love that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we were very spoiled at this school in particular because it was just a huge part of the the dance culture there. And um, they, they none of none of the boys um, trained really. We had like one boy who um, actually was very dedicated to his dancing, and he's now a professional um, ballerina overseas. But that's one out of many many um, hundreds of students that went through um, our dance program and still there now. So it's more just about the element of fun and games and that's what a lot of the resources I've mentioned get the kids to interact and again when when you're not standing there as the the dance teacher follow me and point your toes and the creative dancing is all about doing what your body is capable of and making shapes and um, just exploring different movement dynamics so it's not about a dance techniques so much and that's what I think really gets the boys involved and passionate about it yeah and that shapes and stories idea is really important I think actually catering to them in terms of the stories that they're telling through the dance as well mm. of something interesting to them is really important um look just in wrapping up that you just spoke about a boy who obviously was so inspired by dance that ended up doing that as a career Mm. and you know that's fantastic but um I think a lot of people think oh you know I'm not going to do that as a career so there's no point in doing it we all know that the arts is so important just for our functioning as humans in society and the way that we see and view and feel in our world why is the why are the arts I mean obviously dance specifically for you but why are the arts so important in your life both personally and professionally well um my mum got me into dance lessons because I was bouncing off the walls at home and I was just really hyperactive and had some pending behavior issues if she didn't get me burning my energy at dance classes she was not going to be able to control me. So it, that started off with behaviour management really for me. But And also because I wouldn't stop dancing around the house and she put me into dance classes. Uh, as I grew up, I just got obsessed with performing. It's um, just quite a good adrenaline rush and um, it was a really great outlet for me. So I was doing the Estedford dancing. There was um, the... Um, you know, the bush dancing, partner dancing um, at primary school. I went to a high school that I was the only dance student there at all. And I was still training and my teachers were like, well, we need you. You can't study dance here, but you can go to the local uh, performing arts high school and you can do sport there and you can join their ensemble and you can go to the dance festivals and you can go to School Spectacular. So I was the one, my high school would be on the program, but I was the one student who was representing them. And um, then I went in year 10, I heard about this contemporary dance student workshop. And I was I was going through a period where I was dancing on stages, all the Estedfords, and just going, why am I smiling? Like, what am I doing on stage? I'm just smiling. I don't know why. And then I went to this um, student workshop with a contemporary dance company and they had the whole day was composing a dance to this um, to this audio track of a drama play, just people talking, no music, and we had to create a dance to that. 
and it blew my mind. And I was like, what dance can actually mean something? And then I was obsessed with that and I um, immediately had my eyes on going to university and spent, I believe, the best three years of my life training full-time in dance. And then um, I was, yeah, just went, couldn't wait to get teaching dance and um, just it's so infectious. You just see the students and how free and how happy and how expressive they are and it's such a positive learning environment. So I just, you do receive so much back from your students as well and um, the benefits that you see that it gives them for them, their mental, their well-being and their health and their learning. So it does become quite addictive teaching dance. Can you really start to see the benefits for them? Fantastic. Thank you. Gosh, if that doesn't inspire people, I don't know what will. That was an amazing story. All right. Just before we finish up, Rebecca, what's your advice for any teachers out there who might be struggling to make a start in their creative journeys, particularly in dance? Well, just just give it a go um, and trust yourself and allow your students uh, to their creative their creativity to lead your lessons. So even if you just mentioned we're going to do a dance class today, I think the excitement from them, especially I think they all can, they're all really um, knowledgeable on the Just Dance videos now. So even just start with that, just pop that on as a reward and go from there. So, um, you know, tap into those brilliant department resources. Uh, they will give you the confidence and the support that you need to get outside of your comfort zone. And um, good luck. All right. Well, look, thank you so much for your time today. Um, it's fantastic talking to you and um, we hope we can chat again soon and I'm hoping all the teachers out there listening will be inspired to start their dance journey in the classroom and um, look at all those resources on the website that are available. So really nice spending time with you again, the wonderful Rebecca Devine. Um, and everybody out there listening, if you've loved listening to this podcast, make sure that you subscribe. And um, we'll talk again very soon. Thanks again, the magnificent Rebecca Devine. Thanks, Julia.